0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on episode 2 of WFT Podcast UK. Today we'll be looking back at all the latest news to come out of Coach Gibbs Drive and with week one just doing the corner, we take a look at our matchup at the Eagles. If you'd like to get in contact with us about anything, whether it be feedback on the pod, a question you'd like answered or anything else, there are a few ways to do it, you can email us at wftpod.uk at gmail.com, or if Twitter is your thing, you can drop us a tweet or a message, we are at wftpod.uk. So with all that said, let's get into it. RG3 is
1: going to run for the first
0: down, and still at his feet. Hello there everyone and thanks for joining us on episode 2 of the WFT podcast. On today's episode, James and myself will be taking a look at the final 53-man roster and we'll be saying hello to our friend Anthony from the British and Irish Eagles to talk about how things are going in Philly. Right, let's crack on with this. Right, so our 53-man roster... um, in the week that it was, we on Saturday we whittled it down to the final 53. Um, was there any big surprises from you? Any big cuts or any big names that was included that you you were surprised about? Um. Well, Alex Smith. was <laughs> really,
1: really surprised. You're making
0: the 53, 53 old surprised at that.
1: Um. Who else? Uh it's like James Smith Williams, uh crept in. Although yeah. I've heard he's doing well on like he's more of a special teams player, but that's you need to be good on special teams to get these sort of, you know, third fourth uh places on the on the depth chart. Um
0: yeah, Troy pretty... Apke's been named the starter. It's pretty yeah. shocked by that. The cutting of Sean Davis was a big surprise considering yeah. we made it we didn't make him a big free agency sign in obviously that was Kendall Fuller but he was he was a name that I was very excited about when we was we announced that we'd signed him um, and to cut him off the, it's good that the that Ron's obviously seen enough of Apke to think he, he's made a mistake in signing him and he's quite happy to let him go Um, I think he's gone back to Pittsburgh now um, uh, the. Camsin's cut and the Trey Quinn cut I was quite I had a feeling that one of them would go I, I didn't know I didn't think that both of them would get released
1: yeah they liked uh, the late round pick that got in um, what's his name Isaiah Wright um, yeah it, obviously it, hopefully he's pretty handy uh,
0: he's the second He's been named as the the second punt returner after Gibson, after Sims. Even sorry, yeah. So he must have a bit of speed about him, to, and good at missing the tackle. If he's if he's been named that, um,
1: obviously the biggest biggest cut of all, were Adrian Peterson, a few days before the final cut. Um,
0: yeah, that was really obviously we talked about that on the last episode. Um, but yeah, i was totally surprised that, but been reading more about it. He, he was a, a progression stuffer. If he was to stay with the Red, not the Redskins, uh, the Washington Football Team, he would require snaps. He would want snaps, and you be taking them off of the young players like Gibson and McKissie. And this team can't afford that. It's it's a work, you know, team in progress. It needs yep. to give Gibson the ball to find out what he can do. So although Pearson is a he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame is a bit of a, a bit of a luxury we couldn't afford at the time.
1: Yeah, not too many other surprises. Uh, for me. I think the defensive line and uh Fuller Collins, Apke and Derby has been set for most of camp. Yeah. Um I think Logan we haven't got much strength for tight ends. But no, we, we, Logan Thomas was stood out as the starter. So,
0: the, yeah, Danny, nothing. When you look through the 53, the only name that stood out to me that I, I didn't know much about was Danny Johnson, the cornerback. Um, I've not really heard much of him in camp. Um, obviously, the coaches have seen him produce some plays or produce things in training that haven't been reported on. But um, he was yeah. So he he was the name that I that jumped out that I didn't quite recognise. Everyone else you, you kind of see, oh yeah, he was such and such a pick. He was a draft pick in that one, and it, it you know you could kind of see everyone else. But he was the only one that was a bit of a surprise when well, I yeah, he, see the. Yeah, he he was pick.
1: around. He was around last year. Um, I think he got on a few times when um sort of all that Josh Norman stuff was going on, but yeah, he didn't look very good, but no one in that defence looked, looked that good, he, yeah, he didn't play many um, snaps at all, so yeah, that that is, uh, yeah, pretty, well yeah, he only played <laughs> two games last year, so hmm. that's where that comes from. Uh, but yeah, he's a depth depth player. Uh, yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll contribute be, on special teams. Hopefully,
0: he'll be that the full fourth, or fifth cornerback. He he won't be up there. Um, and the only other I was quite surprised they got cut uh, Hal How Hen- Henshies, Richard Rogers, and Ross Pishbaker. It was obviously a draft pick last year, but then the new regime have come in and they've got their own guys. So. It was kind of good. To, well, not good to see him go. I don't want any young man to lose his job as such. But it was nice to see that the the coaches come in and they've got no loyalties to the to the to the old players. You know, you have to earn your rights. and it's obviously they they dis- decided that there was better players than him. So yeah, great. the only
1: thing on the um, depth chart side i was thought cole hocum might have got a start uh and sean hamilton seems to have got uh got that position uh but if see it's one of those personally I don't, too mu- line.
0: I don't read too much into depth charts because yeah. they, they've said that they're fluid going back on uh, jay gruden used to say that he's only only releases them because he has to yeah you know it, it, there isn't such a such as a thing as a depth chart, Kyle Holcomb might be the favoured one. It's just it's just a name on a piece of paper at the moment. It doesn't really matter, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah I is listed as a backup, but he's going to see. He, he's also going to rotate with Payne and Allen as yeah, I'm long. Set. Them three we had and yeah, then through Eric and Anderson.
0: Yeah. Um. Was there any other news? Obviously, just before we recorded, I should say, just before we recorded, um, the five captains were named for the tech team for next year, and Dwayne Haskins has been named as the which is, I put a tweet out. It's great to see that um, he's got the respect in the locker room that they think he he deserves. It's good to see the quarterback as a captain. Yeah, um, it's great to see it
1: that rings big alarm bells if the quarterback's not voted a captain because it means, you know, sort of the team aren't, aren't yeah. behind him. So, yeah, very happy he's been made captain.
0: Yeah, uh, now he's got to go out and prove to the other 31 teams that he deserves
1: it. Yep, 100%. Um, um, yeah, and well, I guess you could argue with Alex Smith making the roster, they could easily have picked uh, Alex because he's, you know, such an amazing leader, but it's... He I went, think he, yeah. this is Haskins' team and exactly. they're making him the captain.
0: Smith will hardly see the field, so if he was making him captain, it would just be by name, I suppose, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be to add anything on the field.
1: Yeah, he's still going to be a leader among the yeah. team, I think, just with his...
0: He'll still be in the locker room, being been able to jeer people up and give the rallying call.
1: Yeah, mental Haskins as well, so... yeah um which is yeah a I probably, think good balance uh, yeah
0: which would be a, a great reason to add him to the 53 if you if you've got luxury of that space and you're wondering what to do with it they've made a great call in putting a smith on there just so he can he can be in the same room as haskins and even allen he can be show him show him how he prepares for the game he's been in the league for long enough and he's such a model pro you see what he's done with the chiefs and Mahomes. If he can do half of that with Haskins, it'd be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it makes sense to have three players, uh, three sorry, three quarterbacks in the fifty-three. Because you know, if one of them has uh, gets on the COVID list, they can't play. So you're going to need two quarterbacks. So yep. I think yeah, you need three. You need three well, on the on the team. The year
0: that Smith went out he hurt his leg we was calling quarterbacks off the streets to play wasn't we so it yep. does make sense to have three at least in the building and so with having smith as you first he, he he must he's a veteran he obviously cut the playbook as quick as anything allen played with uh, scott turner and coach Rivera last year so he he has the playbook down and from what i been reading and what i've heard haskins is picking it up he's picking up new pieces day by day and he's getting really good with it he get, that is a big reason why we released peterson apparently it's because he's picked up the playbook and all the the two running back concepts that we have and, and he's picked them up so quickly that it made peterson catching peterson uh an easier choice
1: yeah um We've also got Montez, uh, Steve Montez. On is it Steve Montez?
0: Is he a practice? You, there, should we there's another him? quarterback you it on the. the
1: uh, yeah, he made it on the practice squad, so we got you know four in the building, which is yeah. good.
0: Oh, so that's that's really good. Although well, he was an undrafted free agent, so let's not pin our hopes on him just yet. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, at least we know the offense. Uh, yeah, no, this is very yeah, true.
0: Um, so any other news that you want to talk about anything else no just looking forward
1: to the Eagles game it's just great to have football back yes Uh,
0: very much uh, very looking forward to to sitting down on a Sunday night cracking open a drink and watching seven hours of unentered football
1: yeah yeah going to make the absolute most of it yes Um, how how do you think we're going to get along? So I was looking at the bookmakers' odds uh, for straight out win. We're we're two to one to beat the Eagles on Sunday, uh, and the handicap lines at uh, five point five. We're five point five underdogs. That um, could
0: that could be worth a a cheeky bet. That could. I've have su- suspended my betting account though. So I I won't be not like I am not con- condone gambling by any stretch of imagination. imagination um, but yeah that would be a chicken if I was to do an accumulator that would definitely be into it into it
1: yep uh, so hopefully the defence could keep it close yeah um, no, exactly that's, uh, what
0: I'm, that's what I'm praying on Um.
1: yeah I think points was over under 42 ooh. which you know they're kind of predicting a low scoring game
0: yeah I, I would out of them two options I would go for the under. I don't think it's gonna be that high score in a game. I could I could well be wrong. They'll see they put it at that because they think that that's roughly about where it's gonna be. But I would go under myself.
1: Yeah, well let's be optimistic and say it's 21-21. Uh, or you know 20, well, maybe twenty. Forty-two, yeah, forty two nil to us. But oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I
1: can I can see it being sort of uh twenty one seventeen game either way, like I think it's gonna be pretty pretty damn tight. Uh well I hope it is anyway. I hope you got something to sort of cheer and look on in the, the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, uh, there was too many times last year where it was done by the end of the by the middle of the fourth quarter and you're watching the time run out and you've got nothing to hope for, really. You're you're there's plays and there's there's runs and but you you know that one score's not going to be enough, and we're not going to get two. So yeah, let's just hope that the matches are closer this year. Yeah, I'm saying now I'm I'm quite quietly confident that we'll be okay against Eagles Week One.
1: Yeah, they got they have got a few injuries. It's
0: yeah, that I time think... of
1: year though, where we don't know who really is injured and who is, you know.
0: No, I th- I think that. With their depleted O-line, I think that we're going to get to them and cause havoc. I don't think they're going to be able to throw the ball half as successfully as they want. And personally, I don't think Miles Mo- Sanders was good last year, but I think he's a bit of a flash in the pan. I think he'll... seem to we'll have sussed him out now.
1: Yeah, as I as think a... that's what we've got to hope for, is that he's... Yeah, kind of the middle of the road.
0: Yeah, running back I don't think, we lack him, lack him I don't talent. think he's half the, half as good as Because you see him in fantasy, you see him he was being drafted in the early second round, late first round, he was like one of the top ones to go. And in fantasy that's way too early to be drafted in the immediate he was a nothing he's I, I, in my opinion, it was he was someone you'd have if the, if everyone else was taken but he weren't anything to chase after no
1: nah, yeah i'd be taking a wide receiver if he's on the board and well, yeah or you jackson on the homes or maybe even <laughs> kelsey and kettle
0: um
1: over him yeah
0: yeah no definitely definitely um so in our uh, early season predictions you've gone for a washington win uh has anything changed your mind
1: no, I still think we can surprise them. I think we know what the Eagles are gonna do, but I'm not sure uh they're gonna be ready for what we sort of come at the moment. I know they've signed uh is it Richard Rogers who's recently been gonna know Yeah, to gonna us. know what the offence is like, but yeah, whatever game plan they're scheming up, you know, that over the next few days to roll out on Sunday, I think we've got uh, a bit of an advantage there. I think we've got
0: um Yeah, element of surprise.
1: Yep on the defensive line as well. I think we're going to see such a different defensive scheme. It's going to be like un- completely unrecognisable. Uh, and I just I hope we're, you know, I like Carson Wentz. I don't want him to get too badly hurt, but I hope he spends most of the first quarter on, on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's, it's not nice to say, but I, I, I hope he, he's looking up a lot of time.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, um, if he is we, uh, I think we're going to win if we can keep Dwayne upright uh, we know we're going to get the ball out of his hands quick uh, and even with like the pretty ropey offensive line we've got uh, But hopefully they can uh, hold together long enough for us to get you know a few plays off
0: yeah no, I, I think with, yeah, with the movement that is going to be it's going to co- cause so much confusion for the opposition teams that like, they won't know who to follow, and the players are so quick. Like Steve Sims, Gibson, even McKissick's no slouch, really. They're so quick off the mark that um, they're going to be open before you know about it. And as you said, Haskins can release the ball quick if need be. They'll just find the gaps and they'll, they'll go. They'll, they'll be gone, and that'll be it. That'll be. Se- touched at 7-0. Lovely. Lovely job. Alright. Um,
1: yeah. Alright, oh, go on. I'll just say that I think a whole season, the whole, the whole game depends on how good our offensive line is.
0: Yeah. It it does look... Although, well, I'm worried about the wide receiver room, but not as worried as... Um, because, about the offensive line the receiver room isn't great but it has got enough pieces that i think are manageable you know with M- McLaurin and sims and even this as i right uh, inman's say inman's not is a big weapon he's an end zone weapon um but i, I do think that yeah, you know, the offensive line is something to worry about I, I don't notice any of them really. Like, apart from chef, chef, um none of them. Are, none of them are great. None of them stand out players that you'd quite happily house your, your from.
1: Yeah. yeah. But as you said, we said earlier, like if we can get the pull out quick, hopefully you can sort of make them look good anyway.
0: Yeah. If if they can keep it the pocket clean for two and a half seconds, hopefully Haskins can have released it by then, and you haven't got to worry about it that much. You don't just don't want him to be having to hold on to the ball for ages. You want the wide receivers to get open and to give him an open throw early doors.
1: Yeah, do you see? Uh, who does he get in like the touchdowns? Who's going to be like the uh, MVP of the game? Who's who's on... uh, or, um,
0: Star-man. our star man? a uh, star man. Having a prediction, out there, I think it'll it'll be. It's far too easy to say McLaurin. I think. Um, even though he's most likely, you know, I think Steve Sims is going to be the one that surprises surprises everyone. I think he's going to be the one that comes out of the game looking the best. What
1: about yeah, yourself? I'm going I'm going for uh Peyton Barber, believe it or not. Ooh. I mean he's like third on the depth chart but yeah, I think he's going I think he's going to he might get 70 75 yards. I think he'll uh, get a few touchdowns as well if we get near the goal line I think he's going to be the back. It, he'll uh, be the
0: one to smash and throw.
1: Yeah, I just got a sneaky feeling that uh, we're gonna, they're going to do something unexpected, and hopefully, if we're leading, he's going to get a few carries as we you know try and run the clock down as well. So hopefully we'll see what happens. Hopefully, yeah. he gets
0: used more than not. Then,
1: it's, yeah, that's that's why I sort of left field, trying <laughs> not to go McLaurin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think going McLaurin is a bit too it's like, it's a bit too easy. Like, who's the who would be the best player of the year? If you can't say McLuhan or Chase Young, I don't think that would be far too easy. Well,
1: that's what I was thinking. And out of the um, out of the running backs, he's got the most experience, certainly over Gibson, who's never played an NFL game. Mm. Uh, and McKissick's more of third down guy. So I do think he'll get a bit more uh, action than we think.
0: Although, do you think, they said McKissick is that the Chris Thompson. Well, he's this team's version of Chris Thompson is the third down back. Do you think he's going to be used more than just the third down back? With you were saying that a lot of the, um, lot of the snaps were uh, two running back snaps that have been they're going to be used. If McKissick and Gibson are going to be used often as a pairing.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see them. Um... Going to running back sets. Uh, I've got no idea what it's going to look like, but yeah, it's pretty, so, um, pretty interesting have... how we're going to do. I'm just so excited and curious yeah. to see how we're going to play.
0: It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch.
1: Would we'll you a fun game?
0: Not that we'll be able to let's watch be honest. It's after three games last
1: year, we knew we were going to lose every game, uh, and there was no reason to watch really, just sadistic reasons. But you know. <laughs> We watched it every week, but yeah, it's, we got that new optimism, new season. Was that? I can't, I can't wait for Sunday.
0: Last night, I, 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 took part in a first and ten podcast where they'd done. He read out uh, four statements, and you had to say true or false, and you had to give your reason for whatever answer. And then the third, uh, the fifth, I say the fifth question was something he didn't tell you, and you had to even though you probably disagreed with it, you had to agree with it and tell him why. And he predicted that, he said the Redskins would finish, or not the Redskins, the Washington football team, would finish, uh, sabbies he said do just slipping into that name, um, would finish 16-0. And I, I gave a two, three minute little answer. Uh, and by the end of it, I, I was convincing myself that we was gonna go 16-0. and uh, You know, it's very easily done. There's, you look for the list, and okay, there's some tough games. We've got Pittsburgh away and um, um, the 49ers away, but really, apart from that, that... Oh, sixteen. And I, that. Well, okay,
1: we'll take fourteen and
0: two. Yeah, am I? Am I convincing myself? You know, am I? Am I looking at this? Am I ash burning myself way too much here?
1: Oh, a million percent, but if if, uh, if as fans we can't get optimistic and believe, then, yeah, uh, then... what's the bloody point? It's absolute miserable existence otherwise. <laughs> yeah, ways, yeah
0: you I've <laughs> to punishment, is Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I think that's about uh, wrap it up for today. Now joining me to take a look at the week one match-up that sees the Eagles take on the Washington team, is Anthony from the British and Irish Eagles. Thank you so much for taking time so out to join and chat football. How are you? How are you in this final tunnel evening? Are you good?
2: Yeah, I'm really good. I'm uh, excited for the for week one of the NFL season. Uh, it's been it's been a long off season with everything that's been going on, so it's been nice to to see the teams take to the field on Sunday.
0: Yeah very much so. It's been it's been especially a Washington fan the season kind of normally ends at the end of, end of December and you don't get a lot until the beginning of September so it's nice yeah. that it's finally finally come around you see all these on Twitter you see all the uh, countdowns from like 100 days to go and so many days to go and it's nice that football Okay, not the Redskins, uh, not Washington, not the Eagles, but it'd be nice that football's joining us again tomorrow. Um, so let's get on to as I said, week one sees the divisional matchup. It sees the Washington Football Team take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so all the way let's start all the way back with free agency. Was you happy with what your team done in free agency?
2: That was yeah, um, I, I think we went into the off season. There was a very clear need for, for speed on on the Eagles on on the offense and the defense. And although we didn't quite take care of that in free agency, we mainly took care of that in in the draft. But in free agency, we had a, a, a clear objective that Harry Rosen, the general manager, he wanted a number one cornerback. You know, we we struggled mightily last year in the secondary, and he made cornerback is number one priority and uh, we went after the big free agent signing the um, yeah, ex-status cornerback whose name escapes me who, who ended up going to the Dolphins um, but then we made the trade uh, for Darius Slade so, uh, giving him a, a third and a fifth round pick from memory and you know we, we got our number one cornerback and then typical Eagles on the, on the first day everyone's looking for for a big splash, they they managed to go in and get a defensive tackle from the Steelers, Javon Hargrave, and it, it's something we needed along the defensive line. And then supplementing that was um, picking up players like Will Parks from the Broncos, who is by all accounts could turn into one of the um, sort of steals of, of free agency across the NFL. Um, even though he's now injured and going missing a few weeks of the season,
0: so. That, I think getting Slay as a free agent was a great sign-in, I believe. Um, you look at his stats from last year, he, he was brilliant. He, I don't think there was many better cornerbacks in the NFL last year. Um,
2: no, and he completely changes it for, for Jim Swartz, our defensive coordinator, because previously under Jim Swartz's wide man scheme, you had the cornerbacks and they were just they'll stay on their side of the field regardless of who they're up against. So, you know, the opposing offences would do mismatches where they'd put their best receiver on our number three or four corner. And the way Jim Schwartz's defence works was he would allow that happen, whereas bringing Darius Slaying, he's already said that he is going to be the travelling cornerback, so he will just follow the number one receiver across the field wherever he goes. So... It's going to make a huge difference, a massive difference for the Eagles, not just in the secondary, but along the defensive line as well. Um, it's It was very difficult for the defensive line to to, to get the numbers up in terms of sacks because um, they were able to play against the secondary so well, so the defensive line didn't have much time. But if you've if taken away half of the field with having a, a Darius slay out there, it, it, it's going to cause the opposing quarterback just to hold onto that ball a little bit longer, and you've you've got to hope the likes of Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are able to get to the quarterback.
1: Were you happy with the um, contract extension? Uh, 30 million guaranteed, I think, like 50 million over three years. I was. I mean, with
2: the Eagles, you you always take contract extensions with big-name corners at uh, uh, with a pinch of salt after what happened with non Arm- ondiaso Arm- more a good few years ago um, we haven't got the best track record of bringing in big names at cornerback and, and paying them but you know I, I was um happy overall with the contract um you know you need to that, that that's the type of money you need to pay you know you if you don't draft well um and get young players in on cheaper contracts then you are gonna to have to, to look into free agency, look into to trading with other teams and you know you, you you are overpaying in free agency. That's why being able to draft so well is really important. Yeah.
1: It looks- it if you could, sorry, uh, it looks as if you can get out of it in twenty twenty two with just like uh six million dead cap, so it's uh Yeah, it's a Harry pretty, special. Yeah, pretty team friendly deal. Uh on, on that front considering you now he's'll be touching 30 32 by the end of the end of the deal
2: yeah yeah i mean you look across the majority of the, the contracts that the eagles hand out and you know how Harry rosemary is known as a bit of a, a cap magician um and it, in terms of his his contracts and his negotiations you'll always find there's a you know it looks good from a numbers point of view for the player but there's always that get out after a couple of years where the eagles can could cut ties. I think the only time he's, he's got his contracts wrong that he's been handing out is with Alphonse Jeffrey. Um And they're trying to move away from him, but no one wants to take on his his contracts. But, you know, you're going to take one bad contract out of all the ones that he's handed out. I was going to
0: say, um, you were talking about the draft a second ago. Was you happy with what uh, Rosamund managed to pull off in the draft? Was you...
2: I mean, obviously, all, all eyes are on the first round pick for for every team, aren't they? And you know, in that first round, yeah, we know we needed speed. We know we needed a wide receiver, and we were looking at the board, and CD Lamb was just dropping and dropping down. And you're sort of looking up at the few teams ahead of you, and you're thinking, you you've got to trade for, you've got to trade up to go and get CD Lamb. He's he sat there, and if you don't get him, Dallas are going to. You know the Eagles couldn't make a make a deal work, and Dallas stopped C.D. Lamb, and you know so we were able to to take Jalen Rager um, in the first round. And initial reports from all the the beat writers out in Philly, and, you know, really really positive with um, how he could settle into the team. And you know, there's thinking positively that he could be in the Offensive Player of the Year mix, uh, sorry, the, the rookie offensive player of the year, and you know, of course you're going to have you know your, your quarterbacks like Joe Burrow who are going to lay claim to something like that, but Jalen Rager could challenge him for that, with, he's, he's got the speed, he's got the explosiveness, um, he's been picking up the playbook really well, uh, he's had a bit of an injury setback, and he's questionable for week one, but um, you know, there's this high hopes for Jalen Reagan. and then beyond that, later on in the draft, we were able to run even more speed at wide receiver, Um of course there was a bit of a, a shocking move in round two when we took a quarterback, obviously we've got Carson Wentz on the centre under a, a big contract, and we went into quarterback in round two, but you know, it's quite clever when you think about it, if there's going to be no college season, um, there's going to be no tape. There's going to be no quarterback play um, in the college game heading into the draft next year. So, um, yeah, it's. I think Harry Rosen has done the right thing in the long term for the Eagles. And overall, when you look at the entire picture of the offseason with free agency trades, um, the draft, cut down days, claiming players off of waivers, the Eagles have had a really good offseason. It's just the injury bug is striking against the team.
0: Is there any big injuries coming out of um, it, uh, coming out of the Eagles that you're t- uh, we should know about? Is there anyone? I don't follow the Eagles that closely, so I wouldn't know. Um, is there yeah, anyone? so
2: um, our the player we picked up on day one of free agency, Javon Hargrave, uh, the defensive tackle that we got from the Steelers, he, he's out for a good few weeks. Uh, I think it's a pectoral... Um, injury so he you know he's a loss because he was you know a couple of years ago we had malik jackson come in and you know he was going to be the game changer for us next to fletcher cox on that defensive line and he got injured early on and then you bring hard in he gets injured early on so he's he's out um and then we've got a number of players who are, are questionable or who've been day-to-day players like miles sanders our, our running back who this year is going to take on the lion's share the the work and could be looking at a three down back rather than a bit of a running back by committee that we've had over the last few years um on the offensive side of the ball we we lost Brandon Brooks our right guard who you know is arguably the best right guard in the NFL we lost Andre Dillard who was going to be our starting left tackle in his second season um so yeah with lane johnson our right tackle is you know has has been day to day so there's a a, a few niggles heading into week one um but it's going to be interesting to see how they play out whether the coaches are just being extra cautious with them or whether they are genuine injuries because you know a a lot of the injuries that the players are suffering are soft tissue you know if they're not able to be out there hitting each other. I think we're going to see, not just a, with the Eagles, but across the NFL, I think we're going to see a lot more of those types of injuries in the first few weeks as the players' bodies get used to playing football again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, people say that it's uh, it's rugby with, uh, it's puss rugby, but it's a vicious, vicious sport, NFL, American football. It's, and, yeah, as you said, it's going to take a couple of weeks of them um, getting used to full-body contact again. You can have pads on in training all you want, but it's not the same as playing playing a proper match and seeing well, you've seen some of the people running at you and being a quarterback getting out of the You know, seeing Kelly um, Mac or Chase Young chasing you, um, running down at you. It's it's a different match altogether. Um, now looking back at training camp, which was the last few weeks. Um, who stood out for you? And who's made the most of the opportunities they were given? Any surprises for you, yourself, coming out of camp? Um, Any surprises?
2: Um, yeah, I think there's been a lot made of, and you then suffered the injury, but Will Parks, as I mentioned earlier, was a free agent signing from the Broncos, and there was a, a lot of positive talk about how much of an intelligent football player he is—not just his ability, you know, in, in the tackle or um you know playing that safety role, but his intelligence on on the pitch helps separate him. And there was talk that he was going to have quite a significant role with the Eagles, but he's out for a, a good few weeks. Then you look at our wide receivers. Now, last year, our wide receivers—we we're, were picking players up off the, the street to, to come in as you know we're heading into the playoffs. It was uh, ridiculous and you know, it was a a priority for the Eagles not just to add speed, but to obviously add quality and depth at the wide receiver position. And in the draft, we took a a couple of players late on um, in the sort of sixth round with Quez Watkins and... um, Oh, his name escapes me. Um, Oh, it's gone. Quez Watkins. And they've um, stood out in camp to the point where they've earned a spot on the roster um so yeah and they're not just there because of their speed you know they apparently they've been picking up the playbook well and uh you know they've been catching the balls thrown their way so yeah yeah so we've got um a, a few players that are surprised but you know it's difficult because everything is different with the um with the covid situation you know it's i think it's going to be the teams that um have stability from last season that are going to do well this season you know those teams with the you know that core group of you know head coach quarterback the, the any spine of the team along the, the offensive line and schemes and things like that they're the teams that are, are going to do well because the other team you know if you're getting a new head coach or a new scheme or a new quarterback you just haven't had that time to to gel as a team and work on that. John Hightower, that's the name of the other wide receiver that escaped me. Uh, John Hightower and Watkins are the, the two we got in the draft that have made the 53 um, after impressing in, in training camp.
1: Good job he's not got a new head coach and a, uh, well, kind of new quarterback, new starting yeah. quarterback for the start of the year <laughs> and a new scheme as well. <laughs> um, I just wondering what you thought, uh, what do you think of the Jalen Hurts pick and uh, is he ahead or, um, blow, Nate Sudfeld, who I quite like Nate Sudfeld, he was I think he was the third quarterback at Washington uh, f- a few years back, we we tried to drop him and get him back on the practice squad, but you guys sort of picked him up do you think Hertz will uh, be ahead of Sudfeld, or is Sudfeld going to suit up uh, on Sunday? Um, I, um,
2: I think it will be uh, Sudfeld was the number
1: two quarterback
2: on Sunday, I don't think um you know the official depth, depth of you know, the, the second quarterback i don't think there's going to be any surprises with um hurts jumping him and to be honest i probably don't see that happening even this season um you could find that um you might try and bring hurts in on um you know have him on on the the active roster on game day and you can bring him in for for special packages um you know it, it, people Some people have compared him to Taysom Hill and, you know, that that sort of trickster role that he he can bring onto the field. But in terms of you know, if Carson Wentz touch what he doesn't, if he goes down with an injury, um, i would be looking at Nate Sudfeld coming in. He's been with the Eagles for four years, he knows the scheme inside out and you know, it'd be his it'd be his chance to to shine rather than Jalen Hurts.
0: Cool. Um Getting back to... uh, We'll talk about week one a bit more now. Um, In your opinion, do you think the Philadelphia Eagles should be worried about about playing the Washington football team come Sunday?
2: Uh, The the only thing I'm worried about is your defensive line against our um, offensive line. You know, you've got a, a ferocious defensive line. I mean, the... That that's what scares me the most about Washington. And when you then look at our offensive line, we've got Jason Peters who, you know, obviously a Hall of Fame left tackle, who was originally going to play right guard for us, um, but has had to move back to left tackle because of the injury to Andre Dillard. So, you know, Jason Peters, he's been in the league long enough, you can just plug him in and he's gonna be fine. Um but then you've got this question mark at right guard, um, who's gonna you know how is Matt Pryor going to step in and and play there as a as a starter? And then you know we've got a question mark over Lane Johnson. Our all pro right tackle. So that right hand side of of our line is is a big question mark going into into week one. And you know Jason Peters on on the left. He's you know he's thirty eight. You know he's not getting any younger. Um, he played you know well last year. There's always the threat of him coming out for a few plays to you know there's a bit a bit of a breather or if he's had a bit of a, a bang or something like that and you know you've got to look at that next man up and you know we, we're we not blessed with with experience depth we're, we're blessed with a lot of exciting prospects and talent you know we've got Jordan Mailata who you know we got through the international program we drafted him in the, the seventh round a few years ago and you know, he never played an NFL, a game of NFL football in his life. He's just an athletic freak from Australia who played uh, in rugby. But, you know, he's had a couple of injuries over the two years, which has really sort of hindered his development. But I think it speaks volumes that the Eagles keep him on the active, uh, on the 53-man uh, squad rather than trying to put him on the, the practice squad or just outright release him. You know, they're, they're really hopeful that, you know, he could turn into uh a, an incredibly good starting nfl tackle and you now i'm quite excited that if you know lane johnson isn't good to go on sunday that someone like jordan malata is gonna you know get thrown in at the deep end and you know see how he gets on but that's that's the thing that worries me the most is that the washington defensive line and uh, just because we've got a, you know, it, you know, even if we had our strongest offensive line, that would be my biggest concern. Uh, just, you know, like I said, it's it's a ferocious defensive line that only was made stronger in in the off season with the moves that you made. So uh, that's that's you know that battle in the trenches is a bit of a cliche, is where the game is is going to be won or won or lost on. Sunday.
0: Is there anything from the t- our team that you can look at and think, oh God, that's yeah, that's where they could could possibly beat us? Is that the only part of the um, team. And, um, Terry McLaurin. You can, say, you can say that's the only part yeah. if That's what you think. You can say that's the only bit.
2: <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, Terry McLaurin. He, you know, he scored a couple of long touchdowns against us uh, last year. And you know, if he hadn't have added the likes of Darius Slay like, um, in the off season, then I'd, you know, I'd be a bit worried there. But you know, if the rest of you receiving core doesn't worry me. So if we can pay a bit more attention to McLaurin and stop that threat. And you know, if Adrian to be honest, if Adrian Peterson had been there, um, you know, he's got the ability to to break off a long run as he as he did against us last year from from memory. Um I think we kept him in check for a long, long period of the game. Um, but I think he broke off some like an eighty yard run or something like that from memory. Um and do you know, I'm I'm really interested to see what Washington does with their running back situation. Uh, you've obviously got Antonio Gibson, Bricefield, McKissick. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that breaks down. Not just because I've got Antonio Gibson in one of my fantasy teams, but okay, um, cool. just yeah, I, 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 there's a, there's a lot of hype. My only concern is, you know, he is a rookie. So is yeah. you know is uh, Washington going to just throw him in? Um, to the thigh straight away, or are they going to, you know, bed him bed him in, in over the next few weeks?
0: Oh, it'll be I tra- think you'll be chucked in from dead dot. I think.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of going to be a lot of two running back sets, McKissick yeah. and uh, every play is going to be there's going to be a wide receiver in motion running the cross. Um, I think Cam Sims is going under the radar a little bit. He can make sort of splash plays as well. Um, uh, I was just one- wondering while you're on 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 the pod. What was what's your opinion on uh, Ronald Darby, who we picked up uh, <laughs> off you guys? You gave up a um, third rounder for him, and um, uh, it was a wide receiver as well, wasn't it? Back in 2017. Uh, yes, yeah, Jordan
2: Matthews. Yeah, um, yeah, you're welcome to him. Um,
0: mm.
2: He he was just. He, he just wasn't good enough um, for us, you know. He, we've struggled with cornerbacks for years. Um, he, I mean, I, I, I know nothing about um, you know coaching or anything like that. But when you listen to people who do know what they're talking about, they all, they always talked about he, he, his eyes, um, and he would and. Um, Give up what he was doing, or he wouldn't trust his his instincts. He he had a few injuries that he struggled with, and you know, a, a perfect professional didn't get into trouble or anything like that with us. Um, but yeah, as a as a football player, he, he was part of that cornerback group that was a, a bit of deadwood that we needed to get rid of.
1: That's not the review we were after. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's well, he seemed pretty good in uh, camps, So whether that's a bit of an indictment against the wide receiving core or um, maybe it's you know a lot of uh, especially defensive football is about scheme scheme and fit so uh.
2: yeah absolutely um, you know scheme fit coaching and you know he he obviously didn't choose to come to Philadelphia did he because we traded for him but you know he's chosen to go to Washington is the the spotlight off him a little bit more by going to to Washington rather than playing in, in in the Philadelphia market and
1: what,
2: you know,
1: what? three times Super Bowl champions the wash that's the Washington team you've got to watch out there. you've got to watch out for these Eagles fans right <laughs> this is a history podcast they boo-, they boo Santa uh so that's all you need to know about the Eagles oh. they do everything <laughs> uh, so see no the- comment. The, uh what's the British for Sunday
2: um eagles win 24 to 6.
0: okay don't are score a touchdown it's A couple of kicks
2: i think yeah i think it's a couple of kicks um it, i mean carson wentz apparently is is gonna play but he you know he has been on the injury report but let's you know go down the route that carson wentz doesn't play i still think we're gonna win and it'd be 17 to 9. it'd be a bit closer but we'd still be yeah um.
0: All right, well, that's <laughs> on that on yeah. there um and of... what do you guys think i um I honestly think the a Washington team will win, but that's just me
1: yeah it's one of the games I'm most confident about of the season uh. I think, got the element of surprise. Dwayne Haskins has come on a hell of a lot. Uh, as you said, your offensive line seems beat up. Uh, and hopefully we can just get after uh, Wentz a bit early. I think he's going to be... Well, for us to win, he needs to be in the turf regularly in the first quarter. Um, uh, shake him up a little bit. We need... Um, we need our running backs to, to deliver. Uh... Yeah, but we've got a few issues um, on our offensive line as well, so it could be quite a High scoring sort of low-scoring game. Low game. Yeah, I don't think the quarterback's going to have much time, but our whole offense is going to be built up about getting that ball out of Haskins' hand within yeah a couple of seconds, max. So, I, yeah, I don't know if you reckon the Eagles will adapt um, to their sort of offensive style because if, if they haven't got the sort of trust that the line's going to hold up, I guess they're going to be trying to get it out quick as well. Uh,
2: well, no, Carson Wentz isn't the top quarterback that likes to get it out quick. likes to, to hold on to it, let the play develop and, you know, go for that Go for that big yardage play. You know, There's a bit of criticism that he needs to, to take what the defence has given him and, you know, not be afraid to, to keep down and just take those easy and just march down the field. Um, no, I, 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 you know, Doug Peterson doesn't tend to changes um, depending on what the offensive line is like. It's that next man up, that next, that next man up mentality. That you know the backup, um, you know right guard Matt Pryor is going to come in and he's going to perform at a high level. So you know he's going to run his his offense just like that. I mean, I mean something to take into consideration is you know there's been no preseason games, and while your starters don't really play much of the preseason there's still going to be an element of rust that needs to be knocked off. So, yeah, I mean, while we disagree on the, the outcome, I think we both agree that it's just good to have football back and what a way to, to start them with a, an NFC East uh,
1: matchup.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that.
1: And also, screw Dallas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we <can> all agree <laughs> on that. Yes, yeah, and the we giants, agree
0: on that. the it. Giants as well. <laughs> We
1: how there do you we see go. the How did you see the um, NFC East uh, ending up? Eagles atop the division. Dallas eight happy. and eight, eight and eight to win the division. Or do you think <laughs> there's? We Dallas. got a few teams in us this year. Um.
2: Ugh. To be honest, if we if we got went eight and eight and won the division, I wouldn't care because we were in the playoffs. Um, and that's the only thing you want out of the regular season. You want your players healthy in the playoffs, because from there anything can happen, as uh, the Giants have seen twice over recent years. Um, now, in terms of how to the is finishing, I do see it being a two-horse race between the Eagles and and Dallas, and then I I see who do I say? I, I, sorry, last New York finishing third, and then Washington finishing fourth. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think well, that's the most probable outcome. It's yeah,
0: yeah. That, that, that's the one that everyone favours in that order.
2: Yeah, I mean obviously, you know, the NFL season is so unpredictable anyway. But you know, with the coronavirus and everything that's happened there, you, you've got no, no idea what the teams are going to be like. So you know, there could be some some big shocks. Coming in um, that we haven't seen coming because we've not seen those players out on the, the field. We've not seen Dwayne Haskins. You know, if he, you know, stranger things have happened. What if he takes the next step and is performing at an all-pro level in his in his second season? You know, let's take a look at what happened with Doug Peterson and and Carson Wentz. You know, they went from year one to with a six and ten record to year two um, and. Thirteen and three. Obviously, the Wentz injury happened right towards the end of the season. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. So, you know, if if you want a little bit of optimism, you know, it, it's happened before. Um, but whether it happens for Washington
1: next season, I'm looking through that roster. I don't think so. I think with Haskins, he he's come back a different player. He's lost a hell of a lot of weight. He, he looks completely different. Uh, I think the offense will suit him. He's been named the starter. He's had all the reps. He didn't get any of the reps last year. Uh, I think in this last six quarters, he had like pretty decent stats. So I think like it's fair to assume that he can improve. Uh, and the other thing is, we haven't had a competent defensive coordinator for twenty years. <laughs> like we've not had a defensive-minded head coach since uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, actually, having a well-coached defense, because I always felt we had the sort of talent on defense to do much much better than we were doing. Uh, we were playing three-four. We switched to a four-three. We went from two gap to one gap. We're simplifying everything. We got five first-round picks, which are going to rotate on that f- front four line. Like it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we could uh, rep- replicate what the Forty-Nine Niners did, at least on a defensive side of the ball. Uh, and obviously, that's going to improve the secondary if the quarterback hasn't got time, if he hasn't got ten seconds to wait for his receivers to get open and uh, make the pass. So that, that's what we're all hoping on as we get. Even if the offense isn't very good, hopefully they only need 14, 20 points to to win games, or will we'll at least be within a score. You know, have a chance in the fourth quarter to have a drive and win it. Even if that the offense can't put it up, I think that's uh, all we can sort of ask for this year. But I do think the Eagles have got a good. They've got a good team, uh, and so they've been it, been there, and done it. Sadly, not too long ago. Uh, so you guys must be fairly, fairly confident uh, of hitting the playoffs, at least, especially with the um, expanded format this year as well.
2: Yeah, you know we're, we're confident of hitting the, the playoffs, but again, you know it comes down to
1: injuries. Um,
2: you know injuries have plagued us over the last couple of years. Okay, one year we won. The Super Bowl with it, which was great. The the next year, it was close to um, you know we were. Arshon Jeffrey dropped pass from, I think we would have gone back to the Super Bowl that that year. And then last year, obviously we were um, against Seattle, and you know we we lost Carson Wentz in the first quarter to a to a concussion. So you know injuries have you know have been the sort of central theme for the Eagles for the last. Few years and you know, we've just got to hope that you know, we've paid our dues to the football gods now for that Super Bowl victory and uh, they allow us to to be a little bit less uh, frequent on the injury side. But, you know, from a a Washington point of view, I'm you know, surprised that they didn't mess up the head coaching hire. And you know, I I was impressed that they they got Ron Riviera in, Um, he's a very good coach, and obviously, you know. Wish him well for for his recovery from everything that he's he's going through, but from a, a, a football standpoint, um, I was yeah, I was I was surprised that Washington didn't mess it up.
0: Hmm. It seems <laughs> that's something we would do. <laughs> We've been known to make really bad choices in the last couple of decades. The biggest bitch to the club. Um, yes yeah, yeah very much so. um well that is all of all the questions i've got to ask um anything else you want to ask james
1: uh no i think we went for everything um guess but, I just kind of wish kind of good luck for the season
0: yeah kind, kind yeah. obviously apart from sunday yeah o- obviously
1: <laughs> beat dallas beat dallas twice yeah
0: if you could do that that'd be great yeah if
1: you could do the same uh, we'll, we'll be paying a favor
0: yeah. <laughs> right, um, right, while, you, while you're here on, online is there anything you'd like to plug while you're here
2: um, well I'm assuming I'm speaking to a predominantly Washington podcast is anything I would like to say is go birds
0: <laughs> nice, nice touch right, thank you very much Anthony um, from the British and Irish Eagles um i say i hope you don't win Saturday, uh, sunday but who knows
2: no who knows indeed it but you know it, it's game one anything can happen and you know let's let's catch up again later on in the season when we're uh, playing the second game
0: definitely let's do that all right thanks again for joining us and thanks for you know, spending some time chatting to all all right speak us
2: cheers i enjoyed it
0: And that, as I say, is that fairly surprised, at least. James and myself will be back next week with our reactions to what went down in week one. Again, I would like to say thank you for Anthony for coming on and giving us an Eagles perspective on the matchup. Get in touch on Twitter at WTF UK, or you can email us anything with podcast at, um, at Gmail. Until next time, how's the football team I guess?